0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Over 120 years ago, a fictional Irish character, Mr. Dooley, who was written by Finley Peter Dune, penned one of the best summaries of the preacher's job as he went into a rant about the state of newspapers these days. Christian leaders back in 1902 were quick to lift the phrase, afflict the comforted and comfort the afflicted, and applied it to the role of preacher in churches. And even to take it broader since then, it has come to be a good way, good shorthand way to describe Jesus' parables, which inevitably both comfort and afflict all who hear them. And I think that the parable from today's gospel is perhaps the best example of Jesus afflicting the comforting, comforted and comforting the afflicted. In this parable, the landowner comes to the marketplace to hire people to work in the vineyard, go into the vineyard and I will pay you whatever is right. Those who agreed to go and labor into his vineyard agree to this, and at the end of the day, he has his managers pay those who only worked one hour, receive their pay first. Likely to their surprise, they received a full day's wage for their short hour of work. And then when those who had worked from nine to six came to receive their wage, after seeing how the landowner paid those who only worked part of the day, it seems they were expecting more than the agreed-upon daily wage. They were upset, and understandably so, because the landowner's elaborate generosity is not how we expect landowners to act. But that's why this is a parable. But the king, because the kingdom of heaven is not a space in which expectations are met when we pray the prayer the words of the lord's prayer thy kingdom come thy will be done the sort of radical justice and generosity that we see in our parable today is exactly what we are praying for god to bring about when we pray for god's kingdom to come upon this earth our prayer is that the whole of the world that all people will be treated with this sort of elaborate, abundant generosity. And when we take a moment to reflect on the reality of what we actually are asking God to do in this world, it should hit us just how hard of a prayer this might be to pray. It's easy, of course, for us to ask God's generosity to be bestowed upon us or those we love, It might even be a little easy to ask God's abundance and love and grace to be known to people that we hardly know, but maybe we don't love or get along with. But to pray for this kind of grace, for those with whom we struggle to be in relationship, or those who we feel may not value the same things we do, or to pray for those who only worked one hour when we have worked nine, It's much more difficult. It's much harder to desire abundance for others when we perceive the distribution to be unfair. But the kingdom of God is not about being fair. I'm convinced that one of the greatest diseases in our society today, is that of scarcity. It's one of the biggest lies that we believe without questioning. It drives most marketing campaigns, and scarcity tells us that there is not enough for everyone. So we must be better than others to earn love or contentment or to secure our place in society. Scarcity says that I must have more than you to feel like I have enough. Scarcity fuels the fear that if there is room for them, then there won't be room for us, whoever them and us are. And this is as true as it is in politics, as it is in a high school cafeteria. As true as those in aiding and those who suffer from poverty, as it is on social media. It's as true as when welcoming refugees, as it is when driving down Scottsville Road. Scarcity tells us that we must care for ourselves and those we love first, and others second, because otherwise we will feel left out, that we won't have enough to survive or to be loved or to grow. But this is not the kingdom of God. As Jesus tells us in our parable, God's grace and generosity cannot be calculated at an hourly rate. Just as the landowners offer for workers to come and to work in the vineyard remained open throughout the day, so also does God's grace remain open for us. It is something that we cannot earn, we can only receive. It's not a contract with which we enter into with God. We cannot negotiate our way into God's grace and love. Because as we see in our parable, it is abundantly given. And it's given with abandon to all who come and follow Christ. And so as we go out this day, their parable Reminds us that this is what the kingdom of heaven is like. That this is for that for which we pray. For God's grace and love to be known on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.